Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Screen the Screener College Basketball Podcast with your hosts, Mike Randall and Gus Kearns. I need to start reading more articles like the one by Ricky O'Donnell for SB Nation. He's a college hoops editor and NBA assignment editor at SB Nation. You can find him on Twitter at SBN underscore Ricky. Ricky O'Donnell has guts. Ricky O'Donnell has moxie. Ricky O'Donnell did an article on a mock draft for the June 22nd NBA draft. His predictions on how the NBA draft will shake out. Mr. O'Donnell did not go chalk. Very good. Sure, he starts off pretty blasé. Celtics get faults at number one. Lonzo Ball to the Lakers at number two. Oh, Ricky, 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 Ricky. I hope you're wrong. I hope Magic has the guts to take the best guard and player in the draft, De'Aaron Fox. But let's assume you're right and the Lakers have no guts. Then for the Philadelphia 76ers, he's got Josh Jackson. Fine. But after that, Ricky gets a little interesting. At number four to the Suns, he has Jonathan Isaac. Oh, Jonathan Isaac. Another passive big man who can make jumpers. I mean, he's big, he's tall, and he makes jumpers. That means automatic NBA success, right? That's never flamed out before. Nah. Number five, he is Dennis Smith Jr. More points, more assists, more rebounds and steals per game. He's a better outside shooter than De'Aaron Fox. Problem is, I kind of think we've seen the Dennis Smith narrative. Athletic guard, makes a couple shots, shoots a low field goal percentage. Ah, Ricky, I'm not sure that's translating. Number six, he's got Jason Tatum. Now, Jason Tatum out of the top five, I haven't seen that in any mock drafts. Some people think he's as high as number two. Could happen. Number seven is Malik Monk. Wow. Timberwolves have Rubio. Probably don't want a point guard. Could use a shooting guard. Good things going on in Minnesota. That could fit. I could see that, Ricky. And that means number eight is your New York Knickerbockers, De'Aaron Fox. Could you imagine if De'Aaron Fox falls to number eight to the Knicks? Can he play the triangle? Can he mesh with Porzingis? Carmelo? This could change the fortunes of the New York Knicks in a way that has not been seen for 32 years. That's right. Since Patrick Ewing was drafted in the NBA draft that some of us feel had dry ice on the envelope, De'Aaron Fox, who will be the best player in this draft, could go to the Knicks. A center and 32 years later a point guard. I hope Ricky O'Donnell is right. 
I don't think he is. But I hope he is because at least he had the guts to not go chalk. And that's what I want to see. Let it be known, folks, this June 22nd NBA draft is going to be a little unpredictable. There's going to be some stuff that goes on that doesn't make a lot of sense. Take a page out of the NFL draft. Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback from North Carolina, going second to the Bears when they already signed Mike Glennon to a huge free agent contract. Makes no sense. But remember, as I said in the last podcast, 75% of what you hear is baloney. Because if you're running an NBA franchise and you're the general manager, are you going to tell or leak who you're interested in? You can't trust anybody in that room. Maybe you can if you got a really close, long-time colleague. But how do you know he doesn't have a few beverages and he slips to his buddies in the bar? So you can't tell anybody, which is why this is not predictable. Something odd will happen. Now, you know from my last Randall rant that I hope it's that Lonzo Ball falls. I think Lonzo Ball is going to have a successful career. Say it again. 12 years, 14 years in the league, at least 10. Great distributor, tremendous vision, can make some long-range threes. I just don't like his shot for the mid-range. I don't think he's that good of an athlete in comparison to some of these other players. I don't think he goes left enough. Don't think he's a great free-throw shooter. I think he's going to struggle to finish at the rim. But I think he'll be solid. I just wouldn't take him number one, number two overall. When you get down the list, though, you see some interesting names. Gus and I have talked about Donovan Mitchell. Absurd. Absurd that Donovan Mitchell's in this draft. He's going not only early, he's going as a lottery pick. And remember, as we discussed and we showed in past drafts, a lot of these guys aren't going to be any good. You grab the top 10 from any NBA draft, Name me how good they are. In fact, let's take a random one right now. Let's go with the, I don't know, 2013? Sound good? Four years ago. 2013 NBA draft. Let's take a look. We'll either say star or bust. How about that? Or successful NBA player. Number one was Anthony Bennett. That's a bust. Number two, Victor Oladipo. Star. Star. Legitimate player. Number three, Otto Porter. I'll say star. Legitimate player. Legitimate player out of Porter's been doing a nice job lately. Cody Zeller bust, Alex Len bust, Nerlens Noel. Mm, gotta say bust. I know he's been injured, hasn't done much. Ben McLemore bust, uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope has been okay, solid NBA player. Trey Burke at nine, okay, not great. CJ McCollum's been excellent. Michael Carter Williams, professional, professional NBA player. Stephen Adams, professional. Kelly Olinick, professional. Shabazz Muhammad, bust. Giannis Antetokounmpo, star, legend. So in the first 15 players, we said bust one, two, three, four, five, six times? Six out of 15. We can keep going down the line, too. Lucas Nagira, Dennis Schroeder, Shane Larkin. Sergey Karasev, Tony Snell, nice job for the Bucks so far. Was drafted by the Bulls. Gorgie Dang, Mason Plumley, Solomon Hill, role players. Tim Hardaway Jr., Reggie Bullock. So when you're looking at these players, folks, to realize we're not talking about the top 15 guys all averaging 15, 18 points per game. It's not happening. So somebody's got to not be good. How about I tell you who's that going to be, right? If we move on, Zach Collins goes to the Pistons at 12, according to Ricky O'Donnell, SB Nation. 13 OG Ananobi. 
OG Ananobi as polarizing a player as you're going to see in this draft. Wrote about him for BT Powerhouse and SB Nation. Maybe he'll be Tony Snell. Maybe he'll be Bruce Bowen. Or maybe he'll be in the D-League. Don't know. Jared Allen to the Miami Heat. Here's another person. Wingspan. Production optional. Wingspan. Justin Jackson to Portland. I like Justin Jackson. He's a scorer. DJ Wilson. Mr. Versatility of the Bulls. Ike Anigbogu. Anigbogu. Going to the Bucks. Not excited about that. Luke Kennard to the Pacers. 18. Number 19, Justin Patton to the Hawks. I mean, he'll be on the bench for years, huh? Harry Giles. <laughs> I can't even say his name without laughing. Harry Giles to Portland. You know my thoughts. You might as well just crumple up your paper when you draft him. In fact, how great would that be if we saw the commissioner walk to the podium? And say the Portland Trail Blazers, Blazers, the Portland Trail Blazers with the 20th pick overall select Harry Giles. And then he just crumps up the paper and throws it into the crowd. Oh my goodness. Adam Silver, please do it. Rounding out the first round, 22, Rodnus Curex, Olafia. Never seen him. Not going to pretend like I have. Anhel Pacinix of Lafia. Back to back Latvian picks. That should be a bet in Vegas, right? Semi Ojale, Gus and I love Semi Ojale to Utah. I think that'd be a perfect landing spot for him, and he would no doubt be a 10 year sustained success guy in the NBA. TJ Leaf to Orlando dropped a little bit. He's a guy that people kind of liked in the mid first round. He's dropped a little bit. Could be good value there for the Magic. John Collins from Wake Forest, a Gus favorite to Portland at 26. The Nets take an Isaiah Hartenstein, the big center from Germany. Lakers take Tyler Lydon. Power forward from Syracuse. Another bench sitter for them. That'd be a great pick. Kyle Kuzma to San Antonio. Don't really like Kyle Kuzma that much, but anybody who goes to San Antonio is going to have a role. And rounding it out, the shooting guard from Derek White, uh, Derek White from Colorado, who, um, Jeremy Wood loved. So there's your first round. Great article there by Ricky O'Donnell. Follow him at SBN underscore Ricky. So next up, I'd like to give you a little blind draft player breakdown without telling you the player i'm going to read you the breakdown of strengths and weaknesses and see if you can figure out who i'm talking about little game here for a randall rant ready he's a hybrid forward with terrific length he has a high motor and plays the game with a lot of energy spends majority of the time on the perimeter but does show the ability to play with his back to the basket has an effective turnaround jumper inside when posting up. He's an agile athlete. His strides are extremely long, and he covers a lot of space when running the floor. Operating out of the triple threat, he combines a nice jab step with a fairly quick and long first step to create separation. He has a strong preference going to his pull-up jumper, and once he gets into a rhythm, he can string a number of makes together. His length and his high release make it a difficult shot to contest. He is fairly comfortable handling the ball in the open court and is capable of pushing it out off the rebound when the situation calls for it. He has huge hands, length, energy, and great timing and allows him to snatch balls on both ends that are well outside of his rebounding area. He has an extremely quick jumper. He's very good at tipping the ball and keeping it alive. Has the instincts and shows potential in becoming a very solid defender. 
His ability to get out in the passing lanes and also contest shots inside make him a very dangerous weapon on the defensive end. Those are the strengths of a particular player. Now let's hear the weaknesses. Does not have one aspect offensively that stands out or which allows him to consistently score the ball. With his size and his frame, he will almost certainly be a perimeter player at the next level, but he lacks the polish and skills necessary to consistently operate on the wing. He does not have breakdown ability off the dribble, and he is especially shaky handling the ball with his left hand. His jump shot is still very inconsistent. At the college level, he has a size advantage on almost a nightly basis, but he still chooses to take the majority of his shots from the outside. Takes a high number of off-balance shots, but does not show the ability to convert them at a good percentage. He does not have a great touch around the basket unless he can get inside position on defense. He struggles finishing when contested. Not very disciplined defensively. He gambles far too often and leaves his team susceptible to giving up easy baskets. So who do you think it is? Any ideas? It's a lottery pick, but it isn't a lottery pick from this year. That's right. It's a lottery pick from 2011, but it sounds a lot like somebody in the draft right now, doesn't it? Sounds a lot like a real athletic player who's probably projected to go in the top 15 picks or so. I know who you thought it was. You thought it was OG Ananobi, didn't you? It's not. It's the draft preview for Kawhi Leonard. Talked about this on the last uh, podcast, if you're paying attention. That 2011 draft, Kyrie Irving 1, Derek Williams 2, Enos Cantor 3, Tristan Thompson 4, Jonas Valanciunas 5, Jan Veselzny 6, Bismack Biombo 7, Brandon Knight 8, Kemba Walker 9, good pick, Jimmer Fredette 10, Clay Thompson 11, superior pick, Alec Burks, remember him from Colorado, 12, Markeith Morris 13, of course Marcus Morris 14, and Kawhi Leonard 15. The reason I'm mentioning Kawhi Leonard, and I did an article for BT Powerhouse saying, can OG Ananobi become the next Kawhi Leonard, is these are your type of players that you want. You want these athletic players that are surviving on raw skills that have a chance to develop, but only if they can develop while playing. Kawhi Leonard was able to step in right away to San Antonio, got in a perfect situation, got to learn from some greats, got a work ethic, built it. Already had one, but learned more with San Antonio. And OG Ananobi has the same ability. Tremendous athleticism. ACL tear this year, so he was out. But a raw athlete. Great defender. In that article for BT Powerhouse, I talked about some teams that could draft or could use OG Ananobi. Gus and I were talking about it. He had a few in himself, which were great. First up, how about the New Orleans Pelicans? Now listen, they'd have to trade. New Orleans. But think about it. You have Anthony Davis, you have DeMarcus Cousins, and New Orleans started Solomon Hill in 71 games last year at small forward. He had seven points per game, 3.8 rebounds, and he could easily be packaged with the 40th overall pick. Maybe they can move up and get OG. New Orleans team on the rise, right? Veterans. I don't know if he could be a defensive starter, that fifth defensive starter there who can definitely finish on the break. New Orleans, New Orleans is a definite playoff team. And if they take Ananobi there and trade up and get him, this could be a great situation for him to develop. How about another team, your Memphis Grizzlies? 
They have Gasol, Randolph, Mike Conley. And they started Tony Allen in 66 games at small forward as their featured defensive stopper. Allen's 35. So could Ananobi go there to Memphis that was 43-39 and 39 last year, made the playoffs? And could he be the defensive guy like Kawhi Leonard was and also develop his scoring? Absolutely. Now, they don't have a pick in the draft, so they'd have to trade up. It's probably mid-first round to get him. But that's one of the best fits, I think, for him. And lastly, here's a good one. Folks, the Indiana Pacers are going for it. This could be the end of Paul George. Will Paul George resign or not? 27 years old. So they have to acquire a person that is there for the future, but also that can help contribute immediately to a winning culture. They're 42 and 40, up and down season, made the playoffs. We're a bit of a pain to the Cavs to a certain extent, at least in all the games. They had CJ Miles. He announced he will test free agency. He opted out. So they need a defensive-minded guy. That's what the Pacers do. They play defense with a guy like Ananobi, with a guy like Ananobi. He won't feel pressure to make an immediate offensive contribution, and the Pacers have the 18th pick. So, folks, I'm calling it now. OG Ananobi, if he doesn't get drafted, he's not getting by Indiana at 18. Gus and I will do our previews next week or where we think people are going. I may slide that one in because the way the scoring is for that is you're going to get an extra point if you get the player right to the right team. That's such a good fit. I may do it. Gus is listening right now. He may do it as well. But he could start for the Pacers. They're all in, folks. George, Jeff Teague, Miles Turner, Thaddeus Young. And that's a very similar lineup comparable to San Antonio's in his 2011 rookie season with Kawhi Leonard. Those are the type of people we like. Those are the type of players that we're excited about. So there you go. You take a look at the NBA draft. You make your own predictions, but don't go chalk. Ricky O'Donnell from SB Nation didn't go chalk. Make your own predictions for the NBA draft. Come up with your top 15. Do the whole first round if you want. Gus and I are going to. Play along with us. But something is going to happen. Don't follow what every website says. Every website says every first round pick is great. The numbers just don't bear it out. Something odd. Something different. Who's going to be your big bust in the top five picks? Could it be more than one? You know where I'm at. I hope they take De'Aaron Fox. The Lakers do it number two. If they do, it'll be the best move they've made in a long time. Build that team back up. Get fannies in the seats. I just started watching the first part of that 30 for 30 on Celtics Lakers. It's tremendous. This is the type of guy you build around. Don't take the guy who's making fun of his own dad in the Foot Locker commercial. Please. It's funny. Yes. It's hilarious. I think it's great. But I'm not the one picking him. I'm giving him millions and millions of dollars. So let's see what happens. I don't like Dennis Smith Jr. Gus does. And I sure as heck don't like Donovan Mitchell. Neither does Gus. But Ananobi could be a star. Where will Malik Monk go? All these things we can't wait to see. And it happens on June 22nd. Just one week away. Get your popcorn ready. It's going to be a fun night on June 22nd. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.